Well, we're back to the silence, aren't we? No, I'm just kidding. Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. The Internet's number one chronologically podcast about the band The Killers, which I've done before. I'm your host, Spencer Palio, and with me, as always, is the uh, lieutenant governor of the state of Indiana, Michael uh, Z. Nance. What's the Z stand for, Michael? Uh, zoot suit. Really? Uh, that's uh, my trademark, actually, is in the entire reason I'm the lieutenant governor of the fine state of Indiana, uh, the Hoosier state. Uh, but uh, I wear a zoot suit, a presidential zoot suit. So, so you're telling me that when you were born, your parents chose to give you a middle name based on nothing in particular. And then, you know, 68 years later, however the fuck old you are, they just you just were like, ah, oh, this is my signature now. And you were then uh, chosen or elected. I don't know how what a lieutenant governor even is. It's to, the, it's basically like the vice president to the governor. Oh, you know. Oh, so you're so you were elected the lieutenant governor of Indiana, right? And and that was your signature, but that was also your middle name that you were literally born with. Yes. Well, it, they had no idea it would ever get me a launch a political career for me, but they were really into the cherry pop and daddies around the time I was born, and just you know that revival of swing and big band music that happened in like the 90s so they were like oh and they used to dress me up in little baby zoot suits with like tiny mustaches and fedoras it was a whole thing and you know a lot of kids would have hated that eventually and you know i had my rebellious phase but then i came back around on it and i just decided you know me and daniel uh indiana are gonna run this fine state you know, something I'm really looking forward to because South by Southwest is next week is uh, seeing uh, Baby Mustache finally live. I, I really appreciate the new format of that joke, Spencer. By the way, um, so so you're telling me that the state of Indiana elected a person named Michael Zootsuit Nance. And as their governor, someone named Daniel Indiana, Indiana. As in their yeah, last Danny name, Indiana. the last name of of the state with the state name. It our literally our running slogan had nothing to do with making Indiana any better. It was just it's in the name. Because I, mean, I wear a zoot suit and he wear his he's the governor of Indiana and he this, just loves Indiana. This is like a six out of ten bit. Like, I just want you to know that like it's Danny, Indiana. Danny Indiana and Michael Zoot Zoot Nance. Like, I think I fucked up here. Like, <laughs> this was a this 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 podcast was a mistake. 103 episodes. Left. We uh, I, you pizzaed when you should have French fried. I you know, I knew I shouldn't have had I shouldn't have made that left turn at Albuquerque, as they say. <laughs> Give me one second. I'm wearing a sweater and I'm taking that sweater off. Uh, Michael Glamp for a second. Are you wanting to hear hot Spencer undressing content? Call 1987-SPENCE to get all your desires fulfilled. His room is filthy. He is covered in soot for some reason. Like an 18th century chimney sweep. Call him up and he'll tell you all about 
him taking off various pieces of clothing. I, this this call center is 18 only. So ask your parents before going online. You know, I think the I I like the the deep voiced man that that broke in with like the sexual thing and <laughs> and they didn't say anything sexy. It was like he's covered in soot like an 18th century chimney sweep. Yeah. What what the fuck? <laughs> You know, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think Michael has decided for the approaching year two of the podcast, he's just going to be the whimsical and weird one to my right. to my, you know, aggressive boringness. <laughs> well, to quote Frank Reynolds, I don't got much time left. I'm going to get real weird with it. <sighs> Did you know that they're trying to reboot Fantastic Four again? Really? Yes. Fucking again. Why? Again. Why did why are they uh, doing this? Well, I mean, they're they're running out of Marvel properties to throw into the movie. And so I, I guess that's true. They haven't, they, you know, they haven't uh, you know. And I do do they own does Marvel once again own Fantastic Four? Because they didn't have the rights, just like Spider-Man and Yeah, no. And, I'm sure Sony sold it to them because they need money. Well, there are people are already pissed. I mean, I, which is your favorite of the shitty Fantastic Four movies? I'm quite pro- partial to Chris Evans as the Human Torch. Um, I don't think I've seen a single one of them. Oh, they're this horrible. Is a, this is a very bad yes and, but that's the truth. <laughs> they're so. horrible. Just, just, just believe me when I say you would. You would probably enjoy their badness, but also be frustrated by how like it's very, especially the one of the early ones with Chris Evans, where because I I don't know what number this is, three or four. I, I stopped seeing them after I was burned the second time, but I don't know. I, I, I thought I'm sure the Silver Surfer one was good. No, they're gar- it was garbage. But anyway, the they're making they're redoing it. People are pissed. I mean, the, who who's who's on the cast? Well, they only have given out a couple of people, and the Human Torch is going to be Timothy Chalamet, which has people upset. Well, Timothy Chalamet is in fucking everything. That makes sense. Everything, right? Like, it just makes sense that he's in everything. Yeah. And then uh, Mr. Fantastic is going to be Shaq, which people are very confused by. I don't know if you've ever seen Shaq's superhero movies, but they weren't good. (laughs) Steel and... I feel like I feel like there's a different role he would be better in. But go on, go on, go on. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too, because there is one other person. It, they haven't seen who's going to be, I guess, the invisible woman is is the yeah, female. Yeah. And then the thing. So, you know, they've got they decided to go with a different approach. And this character's genetic defect from the gamma rays is that they are weightless but it also makes them like incredibly vulnerable so they're basically like paper and people are pissed that they've made a terrible thing (laughs) see i thought i thought you were gonna suggest a really terror like a bad actor choice to play the thing and then, and then I would have had to go, oh, man, what that's that would be a terrible thing, you know. 
but but instead you you made the thing terrible. <laughs> you made Jess. <laughs> who, who, you can tear him now because he's paper. Who who would be the worst? I feel like Shaq would be an excellent thing. Like, yeah, Shaq would be so funny as thing. I would laugh my ass off the whole like, movie. Or Charles Barkley. Yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. Can we just do that? Yo, Sony, call us up. <laughs> yes. Sony, Marvel, get us on the phone. We've got an idea for a wonderful thing movie. As an uh, aside, Timothy Chalamet as the thing would be a terrible thing. <laughs> <laughs> Him as the human torch would be fine. Yeah. No. The, the worst thing I can imagine would be like, like Woody Allen. <laughs> as the thing that's the thing oh you're hitting me oh <laughs> the gamma radiation it just it, it, it made me all gross and i'm me, huge now let me go say hi to my daughter wife is he still married to that girl he adopted you know um i don't know yeah i have no idea i haven't been keeping up with woody allen yeah it's there's a whole thing don't don't ask about this uh, so the song uh, Terrible Thing by the band The Killers, by the way, uh, just preemptive trigger warning. There's going to be some discussion of self-harm and, uh, you know, self uh, uh, life ending. Like this is if if you're squeamish or discussion of this cause you to uh, feel uncomfortable, just preemptive all of that trigger warning suicide self-harm it's there i've said it let's go on to the song how do you feel about this song michael i think this is a good song uh i really don't think there's a whole lot of weak moments on pressure machine i agree and this one is but this is still one that i don't listen to very often just because it's so sad um and it's just it's mood music you know what i mean this is probably my third favorite song on the record. Like, this is I mean, definitely it's very good. It's an upper tier song. It's I really like a, a good, sad, coasty track. Um, I kind of almost wish we'd have waited to uh, do it. But then again, I picked the song, so it's my fault um, because there's not a lot of covers. And I wish I had seen some live versions or covers and there are none. Spoilers. There's no cut. There's no live versions of this song. I'm just imagining um, you listening to this song like on headphones and then like the El Chapo meme where he's just like listlessly staring out at different areas. And that's that's what I but just but it's you. I know exactly what the meme you're talking about, but mm -hmm. like where he's just he's just like looking out at like his empty pool and like a, a, another area, but he just looks kind of like wistful and sad. And that's uh, that's how I imagine you listening to this song. It's Hold like on. you looking out the window in your bedroom, you looking at your roommate watching like Gilmore Girls and losing his shit. <laughs> you looking at the uh, palette of Cheez-Its that you've had in your apartment for 14 years. It's true. And then you just like looking out at the parking lot of the roost. I don't go to the roost anymore, but yeah, you're basically there. Yeah, I, it's it's more for the, the scenery, Spencer. No, I know. I know. I know. Just, you know, just just uh, that image. You looking at the double Daves. Do you still go to the double Daves? I do uh, that image. And it just says 
Um, I'm in the desert on the verge of a terrible <laughs> thing. <laughs> I close my eyes. This is this is already going well. Like this is not a this is not gonna. <sighs> I said to Michael before before we started, I'm like, this is this is going to be a really heavy episode. This is kind of a dark and difficult topic for a lot of people. And then I said, and I quote, so how are we going to end up making this terrible? And Michael's response to that. And Michael, if I may quote you, may I? Mm. Yeah, you can quote me. Michael goes, life finds a way. And it's just like, ah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, no, this is a great song. I I love me a sad song. I love me uh like something with like a lot of dark imagery and I'm really excited to get into the lyrics cuz the lyrics are super interesting, but we're not there yet because first we have to go to that hallowed ground, that excellent hive of quality content. Vote Reddit. What you? What were you gonna say? I said vote, vote. You know that website that the the spinoff of Reddit that's for like ultra conservatives. You think there's a? You think there's a conservative the killers? All right, we're looking this up. I don't want to look this up, but you isn't that just three doors down? Well, no. Like, what's? <laughs> I've never even heard of this. Hold on. I you a know conservative. I, yeah, you know, you know, we're not going to we're not going to platform that. Let's let's not. All right. So first Reddit thread. Um, anyone know what key a terrible thing is in? Uh, and that's from user Fick Nuri 573. Would love some answers. Can't put my finger on it. I see what you did there. Fick Fick Nuri. <laughs> Fick Nuri. And. Um, is this like one of those wrong answers only threads? Because two different people give two different uh, keys. Um, but I feel like add thirty two hundred eleven says E B major. That sounds more real because the other guy just goes E flat. And I don't think that's that's definitely a note. I don't think that's a key. What is that? E B majors? Yeah. No, E flat. We've got E flat major here. E flat major. What what key do you think uh uh terrible thing is? Uh wrong answers only. Shout out uh message us on Reddit if you know. Uh Key West. Key West, yes. That's what I think it's in. Y'all can check me on this, but I think I'm right. You ever been to Key West, Michael? No, I've never even been to Florida other than uh, driving through. To where? You're you're in Texas driving through to where? South Carolina. D- d- okay, maybe I'm bad at like how how? Uh we went to southern South Carolina. So that I guess that's I don't know. I was like 13, so it's not like I, you know, charted the expedition with my dad or anything. I'm just saying like this just, this route sounds d- drunk. Um, <laughs> we went through Alabama and then okay. through like uh, the tippity corner of Florida. Okay, then, okay, I get it now. I thought you had like somehow came to South Carolina from the south, like up like I seventy five, and that made no sense to me. 
No. But no, you you just you just barely like grazed Florida. That's right. Natasha was there. She can verify. Yeah. It was a it was quite a trip, okay? I believe you. I just I was just very confused how you go through Florida to get to anywhere from here other than the ocean. Yes. If you, if you, if you drive to Florida as the crow flies, uh, you can get there via the ocean. That's right. With your underwater car, your Land Rover. (laughs) Yes. Amphibious vehicle. Yes. You're, 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 what they have in remember the wild thornberries where like the parents just had a fucking float car that drove across the ocean and shit, which yeah, wouldn't, which wouldn't work. It makes no, no sense. They needed to have like a like one of those Audis that James Bond has that he can just drive into an, like an ocean and it turns into a sub. Yeah, I mean that that is the best kind of sandwich, and you will need something to eat when you're on the ocean. This this is like four out of ten. This is what we call. This is what we view as content here on the podcast this week. <laughs> anyway, Can't listen to terrible thing next. Oh, this is by the most famous user of all time on Reddit. Deleted. Deleted. Who actually got two awards for this? But then they must have been shadow banned because they're like related to Machops Don't Cry. This is probably uh, this is probably Mister Sun's ten secretly. <laughs> Can't listen to terrible thing. I love every track on Pressure Machine, but I can't listen to Terrible Thing. Yep, Having lost my already, daughter to suicide. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, I warned you. Feelings, it breaks my heart. I appreciate the meaning behind the song and its correlation to the lost children in Nephi. It's strange because one of my favorite killer songs is Good Night Travel Well. I think it's because Good Night allows me to picture my daughter on the precipice of peace and Terrible Thing brings my mind back to her suffering before she made her decision. Both tracks are so profound in their own way. Yeah, I mean, very heavy subject matter. And I suppose that's one of the things I admire the most about this song, because there are songs certainly that I don't like by the killers that I just actively am like, skip. Nope. Never listening to that song unless you make me. But is this one of those? This No, I do skip this song a lot. It's because it's just so heavy and yeah. sad that I have to kind of be in the mood for it. But I think it's a very good song. I really like it. Uh, but I, I, you know, I also think that the subject matter is something that the killers get close to in a lot of their, their songs, but it's just so like wrapped up in some kind of, uh, like poetic metaphors and stuff by Brandon that it, you, you, you can kind of mix, you get kind of some mixed signals that it could be about something else, not just straight up, you know, suicide, but this song, there's no question, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I, I and I admire the like the the way that this message is delivered by Brandon in this one. Yeah. Um, sort by controversial. <laughs> this Uh-oh. is this is how this is how Spencer copes. Everybody, he just he just does something horrible. The the, the top comment is by uh, user Spence P sixty nine who says, <laughs> "LOL, fake." Wow, Spencer, is that you? Uh, no, that's not me. <laughs> Spence P69, what are the odds? Yeah, I mean, it's a very common name in Italy. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Baby Nymph says, uh, Terrible Thing is a heart-shattering song. Relating and understanding, it is a different kind of pain. 
So this is one of those threads where the most controversial is also the best comment. So. Yeah, that's like a good, that's like a super good post. Oh, wholesome Reddit. Yeah, wholesome Reddit. This is very wholesome. Um, It's sad. It's really dark. Hugs but, all around, y'all. Yeah, for real. Like, you know, if you if you if you know someone who's, you know, in distress, please talk to them and do all those things. Because uh, you know what? It's uh, <coughs> terrible. This is super awkward. I don't know, like, how we're going to get through this whole episode, to be honest. Uh, well, I got to because, you know, we could always let me do my one man show. Yeah. Do the what? What's your one man show, Michael? And then we'll go to the mega thread. Uh, my one man show is uh, cat talk. We just talk cats and it's just me talking about uh, my three cats and how much I like them. That's what we're going to do for uh, our April Fool's episode. <laughs> we all get to learn like the encyclopedic knowledge I have about each of my cats. They're uh, always around. So for the record, we are not doing that for April Fool's Day. We have something else special planned. Yeah, we're going to switch the first letters of our names for the whole podcast. Yes. Mincer and Spikle. Anyway, terrible thing, Megathread. Let's look at this third thread. This is probably by Bobinti. Or Roasty. Oh, Roasty. Roasty 32. Whoa. How the mighty have fallen. Nascent uh, power monger of the Reddit Roasty 32. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to bother with uh, epithets uh, at this current time. Not because I don't oh. like them. I, I, I have a deep love of them, but I don't remember what his is. And uh, I, I don't want to make a new one up. Regular well, contributor I, Roasty 32. Uh, I'm just going to sort this by con- uh, controversial right from the get go. Yeah. Uh, the most controversial comment is by user Hebe who says, wow. What a beautiful and intimate track. I had seen negative opinions, but this is one of my favorite tracks on the album. Really beautiful vocals. The harmonica is perfect. Just a really different song from the boys. Oh. Huh. I mean, that's just another, like, I think it might be one of the best. Yeah, a, a top a top comment. It just got the most activities, and that's what constitutes controversial. I feel like but, referring to any song, uh, referring to the killers as the boys, just... I don't know. That always gave me like a really bad vibe. Really? Why? I don't know. It just it it makes them sound so broy when they're like not. No, they're definitely not a. They don't give off a the boys vibe. Except for Ronnie. Ronnie's definitely got like a, a the boys vibe. Oh yeah, De- but Ronnie like, could definitely be a, one of the boys. So but, could Dave. Dave is on the the outside. But like in a good way. Like he's not like he he's. He's not like a like a bro. He's like a like a bro, but like connotated good good way. We they I think the killers should be the babes. Brandon and the babes. Brandon and the babes. Because they're also hot. Okay, I found a, here's some actual content. Cause I'm not gonna cause as much fun as jokes are, this is a heavy song. We're supposed to be sad, everybody. Um Joey 04137 says, as a gay guy who grew up near those kinds of macho douche guys, lyrically this song connects and evokes emotion. I think most gay people struggled with that isolating idea that they are so different from everyone else around them. You have moments where you think about, quote, a terrible thing, end quote. However, with that being said, I'm not just I'm just not a fan of how the song sounds yet. 
Wow. Okay. Oh, bold. Sometimes it feels like the lyrics don't flow together and sound a bit awkward. I think that's kind of the idea, but you know, maybe it will grow on me. But for now, I'd say it's probably my least favorite song on the album. This usually changes whenever I say something is my least favorite, however. And then it's like the I don't know shoulders. Um, That's an interesting. That's interesting. Because it's like, you know, the person who, you know, this song was kind of written about or a person who, you know, would. I feel like Brandon wrote this song for is not a fan. And that's that's interesting. I was. I, like I can this. understand not liking this song. Sometimes these slower songs, I, it, just as in my experience with albums, especially albums that are really good or or like have universal acclaim, if there's a slow song like this, it's usually like the default worst song to most people. You know what I mean? Just because the energy is so different. Now, in this particular album, the energy kind of fits with a lot of the other themes. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I think that this is to me the slowest song on the album. I see. I feel like, but this song, it's just got like a very sad energy. But I, even if Runaway you, Horses has a yeah, similar, energy. I was gonna think, I was gonna say Runaway Horses has a very similar kind of vibe and energy, but it's not, you know, it's a very different song, like from a lyrical and from a thematic i guess standpoint but then again you know i feel like a lot of the album is about um kind of you know all of the the secret kind of like hidden bad things in this little town that you know portrays itself so positively and uh you know it's kind of something something Spencer, do you feel like you've ever lived in a community like Nephi, Utah? Never. I've I never the smallest place I've ever lived was uh Lynchburg, Virginia. And, uh, and that's not that small, right? That is a city of it used to be like 80,000 people when I lived there, but I think now it's something like two or three hundred thousand. Oh wow, so it's a lot like Waco. Yeah. It's it's wow. it. But it's honestly one of my favorite places I've ever lived. I love that place. It's like beautiful. What was your favorite restaurant in Lynchburg, Virginia? Um, there's two places that uh that just pop. Um, there was a like Japanese style. There was a Japanese like hibachi type place. Not like, not like the ch 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 doing all the tricks and shit type place, but like you know, more of like a street food sort of place called, um, uh, fuck Osaka. That was really, really good. Uh, and that place was sick. And then there was a place that did really good fried oysters downtown called raw. And neither of those places are open anymore. And I haven't been to Lynchburg in like seven years, but they were both really good. Oh, and there was uh, the restaurant I had my bar mitzvah at, because of fucking course, I have to tell that story. Woo! Yes. Uh, Here's some Spencer lore for you lore heads out there. Um, my bar mitzvah, uh, my favorite restaurant in the entire city was a place called Chad's. Chad's, like literally like Chad. Yo, bro, how you doing? <laughs> but it was like a legitimately nice, like fine dining restaurant. 
And the head chef basically, my parents basically gave the guy like a budget and said, do whatever you want. And to this day, I have never been to a bar mitzvah anywhere that has had better food. Like, wow, it, it was absolutely incredible. Um, we had super loud music and, uh, you know, I'm sure the adults all got shit faced, but I didn't notice because I was 13 years old. Dang, I wish I could have gone to your bar mitzvah, Spencer. It was sick, like legitimately. I was a little chubby kid when I was 13. So was I. It doesn't mean uh, you couldn't have joined me, but you were also like 15 when I was bar mitzvah. Ah, I was 15. And uh, forgive me, this may sound ignorant, but do you have to be Jewish to go? No. Okay, so it can be anybody. That's nice. Yeah, it's a party. It's not a. I, it's not a Jews only party. They don't gotcha. fucking. They don't fucking. You know, check your check your circumcision when you fucking get. It the <laughs> I don't. I don't fucking know what you're fucking. What, what, how you would fucking pull out your Jew card, everybody? Like fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, totally. But no, I've never lived. I just meant like it would only be like people in the like at your church. You know what I mean? Well, no. There, like, I, I went. I had plenty of events that was you, only people from church. You could have gone to the service, enjoyed the service, and then after the service, you could have gone to the party, and the party rocks. Damn. Yeah. I never got to go to a bar mitzvah. Yeah, well, that's because you were uh, sheltered and uh, enthralled in the, the golden coat of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's right. Anyway, the one true God. Want to do the lyrics? Of <laughs> <laughs> all the things, this Dude, is... that would be the something that would upset somebody the most, like in both ways. Like, is he joking? That's upsetting. Are you serious that that's the one true God? No, no, I'm joking. I'm Jewish. I I don't I don't believe in that. <laughs> Did we lose Michael? Uh, I've just been laughing over here. I am hilarious. Yeah, let's look at the lyrics. Yeah. For Jesus. I am on lyrics this week. Sucks for you, bro. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Uh... Okay, well, at least, wow, Jesus Christ. Uh, I knew somebody was going to go to town on these. I knew uh, it. I hate to, I've got good news and bad news. Uh, What's the bad news? Uh, A lot of these are real interpretations and some of them are very long. However, the good news is a lot of them are by Soul of a Troll. Oh, excellent. I, I love this. And I we I have never noticed this in the I, however many weeks we've been doing this with genius, but it, it, Spencer, when you're looking at the top and it shows you like how many people are like actively looking at this thing right now, and then also how many people have looked at it, like the view count, you can like the version, the genius version of like retweeting this or uh, promoting it on your genius page, I is called Pyong. I'm definitely going to Pyong this song right now. <laughs> Pyong this song. This is nuts. Pyong. Pyong. By the way, you, are you logged in to Genius right now? 
No, I'm never logged into Genius. No, no see, you should. Why? You should log in because your page is formatted differently when you're logged in. This is all gripping content that we're providing our listeners by, right now, by the I'll way. I'll do it. I'll do it later. This is what I say every week. I hate signing up for new stuff. Well, you don't have to. You can just, we have a soul of a truck. Uh, I don't remember any of the login information. Oh, well, that sucks. That's man. why. Yeah, I don't remember any of the login information for soul of a truck. Uh, okay, well, uh, verse one. Oh, hold on, Michael. Read the page intro. Okay. I have the incorrect password for the soul of a truck pod. I have it saved and it's wrong. Intro. Terrible song is the third song. From <laughs> Terrible <the Killers>. song. <laughs> Terrible song. Wow. Brutal. It, no. It, uh, seventh album, Pressure Machine. The song centers on a gay teenager who's contemplating suicide. This song, just as the others in the album, are inspired from Brandon Flowers' memories. In an interview for the Rolling Stone magazine, Flowers stated, there were kids I grew up with who didn't know until years later that they were gay. It must have been so hard. I think the world is moving in a more positive direction and more inclusive direction. But this was still in the 90s and people kept this stuff close. What a sweet man. You know, Brandon's just a sweet man. Uh, try that password. Um, he, he really is a sweet man. Okay. Spencer. Spencer makes filthy passwords. No. I'm pretty sure you you made that password. Like you made this login. <laughs> this is all you. That sounds like, right. I didn't want to make a soul of a truck genius login. I use my own login. But that, that makes sense. But Michael's like, like something I would. Michael's do. like, we got to promote the brand. We got to get more listeners. Apparently, I said it just like that. Apparently, Michael is a crunk from <laughs> the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah, I I wish I sounded like Patrick Warburton. Yeah, him. What an incredible voice actor. Truly. And, you know? Uh yes, the poison. The poison for Cusco. The poison for Cusco. So that's that's my uh that's my impression. <laughs> Spencer is I, the only thing that's weird is how much Spencer looks like Patrick Warburton. It's true. We're basically brothers. Okay, first verse one. The parking lot is rammed with shotgun pickup trucks at the Jones rubber plant. Uh, this is by user Canal Noises. The sanitation says NRP Jones Nephi rubber products is a factory in Nephi, Utah that manufactures rubber hydraulic and industrial hose. What type of hose do you like, Spencer? Um, cheap ones. Uh, so probably not hydraulic. I mean, maybe industrial hose, but hydraulic. I don't think we're probably talking about the same thing, many. Michael. Uh, Spencer, Spencer, Spencer. Uh, all right, go on with the lyrics. <laughs> Where all the guys end up. Beer drinking Boy Scouts living life like they ain't stuck on these quicksand streets with their girls in a sling. I'm in my bedroom on the verge of a terrible thing. Solo Troll says suicide is considered by the protagonist. They feel displaced and unable to embrace their true identity as it's so out of step with the ways and expectations of the town. At the same, they feel t they feel trapped with no clear way out. Uh, oh, that's a nice one. That's a really good one. Thank you, Solo Troll, for that excellent contribution. I'm not being sarcastic. That was actually really good. 
Spencer just always sounds sarcastic. <laughs> it's his curse. That's not true. Uh, verse two. Around here, we all take up our cross and hang on his holy name. But the cards that I was dealt will get you thrown out of the game. Uh, this is by user Live Action Sanic, who says, The kid was raised Mormon, but their church teaches that the Bible does not allow homosexuality. Because of the teenager's orientation, they feel like an outsider in their faith. Um, I I really love that we got a quality comment from Live Action Sanic and... Uh, a correction by Soul of a Troll. Soul of a Troll that's also helpful and positive. I'm going to pyong that. Pyong? We're, I'm going to definitely start using these pyongs. These are stupid. <laughs> pyong. Pyong. Um, anyway, uh, Soul, right. Soul of a Next. Troll, by the way, correct uh, suggested they correct the word homosexual to homosexuality, which they clearly already did. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, hey, mama, can't you see your boy is wrapped up in the strangle silk of this cobweb town where culture is king? <sighs> Soul of a Troll says, to make matters worse, the town lies in the vicinity of Shalab's lair, where unsuspecting victims are caught in giant webs on a daily basis and occasionally eaten. Wow. And it's a picture of uh, Frodo getting caught in the giant spider Shelob's web from the movie Lord of the Rings. User, uh, user Jasper, who is literally the fucking fun police over here, down yeah. <laughs> fucking says troll annotation and mark this a stretch. Not only am I upvoting this, but I'm going to pyong it. <laughs> Best annotation. 2021. Yeah, fuck you, Jasper. Loser ass, boring. Okay. Jasper's annotations are like cobwebs are what remind me of winter, and this is where Brandon was in Nephi, Utah. And just like, oh, here we go, here we go. Multiple paragraphs on why you think this is about like the right <laughs> for people to eat bananas. So, do you believe in the right of people to eat bananas, Michael? Hell yeah, I eat like four bananas a day. You gotta get your your fucking piss has got is like glowing green from all the <laughs> potassium. I just like super powered. Yep, I have. That's uh, like I have like uh, the strength of a terrified orangutan, as as God intended. Anyway, yes, I'm in my bedroom on the verge of a terrible thing. Soul of a Troll says, this is likely the same terrible thing as before, but the narrator may also be considering another unforgivable deed, such as carrying out an old school out of school shooting. An old school playing shooting. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Man, they don't do school shootings the same anymore. Or playing as odd job on GoldenEye 60, N64 multiplayer. Uh, <sighs> Soul of a troll. You really went there. And it's got three upvotes. We got to give it another incredible Jesus stuff. Jesus Christ. I mean, that's, you know, they're not wrong. We we consider the suicide as like the thing, but it could be any number of terrible things. Except for playing odd job in N64 Goldeneye. That's, that's, we have rules against that. 
I'm adding a note because I found my way into the soul of a truck pod. Uh, there, so this is a true. This is a if you're playing at my if we're gonna play GoldenEye in sixty four, Spencer, you had to have played a lot of GoldenEye in sixty four, right? Yeah, I didn't play multiplayer a lot though. I uh, I kind of was bad at it, and all my friends were like, "Oh my god, you're screen peeking," and I hate. Like, who cares? You're literally looking at the same fucking screen. The window's like two inches by one inch. Like, fuck you. Get yeah, over that. The, I love that you're salty about GoldenEye multiplayer. People who bitch about screen peeking just fucking like. Well, you need to play on LAN or something because on split screen, it's impossible to not screen peek. Exactly. You're so right. Yeah. Like, that's that's the downfall of split screen multiplayer. But I think also that. Like, I just love GoldenEye multiplayer just to get back to that. I, uh, playing as Odd Job, I don't think it's wrong to play as Odd Job in the other modes because he's, you know, a small target. And once you get used to it, you're like, okay, it's also easier to get headshots on him, especially on the shitty N64 control system, which is the worst. But s- slaps only, he's banned. You got to ban him. So that's what I commented on my, or Pyonged. So that's the rule. If you're playing with me, I, if, and we're playing, uh, Licensed, I think license to kill was where you got one shot kills, and then the only weapon you get is slaps. You played chorus, one shot kills, slaps only. Chorus, I'm I'm so upset that you're playing a first person shooter, but you have no guns. <laughs> What's the point? If it's one shot kills, you use karate chop each other. It's fucking chaos. <laughs> That only would be fun if there were like 12 people and it was like the smallest <laughs> map. <laughs> like it's like if it, 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 to group keep. Yeah, like if it was like that, it'd be fucking amazing. It would be so funny, but no. Okay. Chorus. I close my eyes and think of the water out of the Salt Creek when I was young. Salt Creek near Nephi is a traditional site for Mormon baptisms. Huh. By the way, nice, short, easy to understand annotation. That yeah, great annotation. Stony uh, batter. Stony batter. Up true genius. Yep. All right. Verse three. This is the lyric that always like con- like worries. Like this is the lyric that always made me like kind of uncomfortable. Like it wasn't the the self harm being considered by the person like the protagonist. It wasn't like you know, all of the small town stuff. No, it's this, it's this verse. So here's the verse down at old mill park, half the towns in tow to crown the bathing beauty of the rodeo. While her mother fights back proud tears, a young cowboy gives the nod. The chute opens bull draws blood and the gift is accepted by God. Uh, The chute opens bull draws blood and the gift is accepted by God. That is a, Bull draws blood and the gift is accepted by God is a creepy fucking lyric. It's one of the creepiest lyrics that the killers like that Brandon has ever written. Yeah. So, so creepy and so dark because like, I, I, I think especially reading the page intro and the lyrics, Brandon really wanted to like evoke the idea that the, the culture of this place is so set and like unmoving that it's even further alienating for the main character of the song. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's so dark. It's, it's incredibly dark, but this is what these like, like people in this area love. They love being cowboys and watching people do rodeo stuff, which, you know, is violent and well, kind of scary and <laughs> kind of abuses animals. So, yeah. Well, so, so Gene Hayes gives an interpretation, which is not correct. And I agree with the person correcting them, <clears throat> but so read Gene Hayes and then I'll, we'll go into it. Oh, uh, preferably oh. out loud because you're you know you gotta you're, you're reading the so, sorry they, i i started reading on different annotations and i was like oh shit i need to go back they ponder how a community can celebrate something as torturous and cruel as bullfighting but be disgusted by homosexuality the bull's death is seemingly accepted by god a reference to the practice of animal sacrifice seen throughout the old testament the idea of sacrifice draws to mind the sacrifices that might be made by a homosexual youth living in this town. And then user Andy says, it's not bull fighting, it's bull riding. I suggest the bull has injured the rider. That's always how I thought it was. And that's yes. what it is. Like, that's correct, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what a... I think what, what I'm interpreting this as when I read it is that the bull kills this or, or hurts this no, I I I view it as kills, like straight yeah. up, like and because it's like a good cowboy kid that died in a very sad and tragic way. It's accepted by God. It's like what not only the people but God would prefer, which is creating a sharp juxtaposition between the possible suicide of the main character. Exactly. Um, it's like it's like we. We we view this as like something that's somehow righteous, but you know we can't let just someone live their fucking life, right? And that's fucked up. Right? The uh, uh, yeah. How, how no, do I do. Even it, even in bull riding, they hurt the bulls. You know what I mean? That's how they oh. get them to get all crazy and try and buck them off. Yeah. So. Have you ever Have you ever been to a rodeo? Oh, a million times. Yes. Oh, see, I didn't live in Texas my whole life. I've never been to a rodeo. I've never uh, gone and watched that sort of thing. I don't really like until when they stopped making me go. I stopped going. So but as a kid, yeah, I went on the went to the rodeo all the time. I think it's also just the fact that it's a pretty cheap and sometimes free event in most local areas because uh, we had in Waco, there was a fair and rodeo and I would usually go to the fair. But when I would go with my parents. They would always drag me to the rodeo too. And then as a teen, I would just go to the fair. So was it expensive or was it a fair price? Um, you know, I made a pun there. In this barbed wire town of barbed wire dreams. Canal noises says he and his dreams feel trapped in the town, unable to be himself. All right. Uh, oh my God! And then the suggestion there is like my nightmare. So I'm glad that wasn't the real annotation. Actually, can we read like at least the first like paragraph of this? Because I think this is a good one. Um, Rev zero one one nine one four says I might be reaching, but to me, barbed wire is reminiscent of thorns. Specifically, given the previous contrast between crowning a beauty queen and drawing blood in a public killing. It's acceptance by God, the briar crown of thorns worn by Jesus Christ. Interesting. Yeah, no, that's actually, that's a, 
that's good imagery and i like that a lot Thank it you. is i don't know <laughs> i do think i i do think it's a trap type thing though this yeah barbed wire town of barbed wire dreams but it also is like or, especially in those areas i'm sure in nephi utah if you're if you have actual ranches there's lots of ranches that use actual barbed wire so another another interpretation could be because it's a small town and people regularly don't leave and kind of stay there um regularly leave and don't or regularly stay there and never leave that's what i meant i know how to do words it could be like a prison maybe because there's barbed wire around prisons. Yes. Yes, Spencer, I agree with you. You sound so exasperated. No, no, I was just... Uh, I, no, no, I'm not exasperated. You were just... Uh, I started reading uh, another thing. Since I logged into the the soul of a truck it's like all this new stuff i can read is here and i was like oh shit i need yeah. to pay attention yeah you're surrounded you're too much stimulation um, and, uh, there's screens everywhere all right I, next next line. i'm in my bedroom on the verge of a terrible thing god damn it <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh no Read, this, come on. <laughs> this is the line that I was hoping wouldn't have a troll annotation, and it does. Soul of a Troll <laughs> says, at their wit's end, the narrator now plans to go into the office with a working hard or hardly working t-shirt on. Oh my god. That's fucked up. Don't uh, I'm not, now I'm gonna get Cheat Spencer one of those shirts. <laughs> I'd wear it too. Uh by the way, and then it's the chorus again. But... It's gonna have a minion on it. Oh, gross. Okay, never mind. It's uh, a minion with like a huge bubble ass. Okay, chorus. I close my <laughs> eyes and think of the water out of the Salt Creek when I was young. I close my eyes and think of the water out of the Salt Creek when I was young. And then the song just ends. And when you're listening to this on the record, like it's it's literally that jarring. There's no outro. It's you hear that, you hear the chorus twice. Lyric. It like it's over. And it's like kind of a dark way to end it too. No, like it's literally implied that the the person who's like singing uh kills himself at the end of the song. And that's really, really fucking dark. Ooh. And then and then um and then all the small things starts playing right after. Seriously, that's that's the only to me. I was trying to think of an actual killer song that would be more inappropriate. No, and I was thinking uh, on top. Ooh, well, no, I'm just like you. You do remember that, like if you ever listen to Enema of the State, it's Adam's song, and then all the small things comes right after. Who who did that? (laughs) <laughs> one of them but who has decided this is fine but but the you you literally need need like a like a back brace after having such crazy emotional whiplash there <laughs> and but imagine no. the end of this song and then well well the thing is cody comes right after which is of course the best song ever written um, and so there's nothing, there's not actually a bad 
transition, but it's just like, can you imagine if they had like put honestly just like in the car outside came right after terrible thing. I feel like that would be the worst, the worst one from this record to do it. Um, if you have an yeah. opinion, if you have an opinion on the worst song to follow terrible thing, feel free to tweet at soul of a truck pod, your idea for the, the worst thing. What do you think of these lyrics? Now that we've finished them, how do we feel? I like the lyrics in this song. I mean, I think it, Brandon does a really good job of creating some really dark metaphors, which is not something that I'm used to with the killer's song. It's one of the standout things about pressure machine as a whole. And especially Brandon's development as a lyricist. Like there's no way that the shoot opens bull draws blood and the gift is accepted by God is something that he writes in the first two albums. It would be much more verbose and much more like opaque what his reference is. So. I mean, that's a, there's, there's definitely a little bit of a, a, a leap you got to make when you hear a lyric like that, because even, even here in the annotations, the, the P the, the initial annotator doesn't, I feel like, you know what it is? This is a very American, like, like song. Definitely. <laughs> I but I mean, I don't know. An incredibly American album. Oh yeah. You know, the, but, the whole thing is about Nephi, Utah. So, but I feel like that specific verse just, it, 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 it reads completely different, differently if you are not from the States. And that's kind of interesting. I like, I like it when, uh, when something is very, transparently uh geographically uh uh coded i guess i don't so know so you're a nationalist uh <laughs> this god is, damn it I, we had to get two uh, two years into this before you start telling me about your nationalism <laughs> jesus christ you're not going to convert me yeah that's that's what it is that's that's what it is I like I like how I like how we're trying to have a, a conversation about like this really sad song about self-harm and, you know, a person like dealing with, you know, their the, the non-acceptance of their society, of their basically their personhood. And you're over here going, Spencer, you're a nationalist, aren't you? <laughs> Hey, you're the one who said that you prefer that uh I just foreigners stay out of your borders. I just I just said <sighs> You're the one who said it was all those dang Italians taking our jobs. This is ruining this economy. Spaghetti. That's <laughs> <sighs> spaghetti. No no, sad spaghetti. Also, I I don't know if you can hear it, uh my roommate just uh I don't know what the fuck he's yelling at, but he's yelling something. He's playing Call of Duty. Uh, actually, fun fact: my roommate just recently bought Assassin's Creed Three. Okay. And I asked him, "It's like, how? Uh, why did you get that one instead of getting, you know, the newest one, th the original or two? Because he hasn't played any of them. The only other oh, one he's wow. played is Unity." Oh, wow. That's a weird one to play. And uh, he's like, yeah, but I got this one on sale. And I'm like, oh, OK, so 
You don't really care about like the plot or anything. You just <laughs> just want to stab dudes. Yeah, I just want to sneak up on people and kill them. Should have just gotten hit, man. Yeah, objectively a better game. All right, let's go to the. Do you want to do the? What's it called? The name the same section. Yeah, name the sames. This is a very shallow episode. I'm really sorry that we didn't. Uh, part of me feels like there's going to be criticism that we didn't do this song justice. And you know what? Yeah, I agree. I don't think we could. I don't think I am smart enough to discuss the song in anything resembling uh, 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 an emotionally functional way. I'm too busy being an idiot. Let's let's. All right. So this is AG and the rescues and Brad Gordon. A lot of a lot of ands there. Uh, and their song, Terrible Thing. Wow, look at this band. The Rescues? Yeah. So the Pixies just called me the band, the Pixies. And yeah, uh, they want their sound back. Next. Next. What'd you think of that? That was, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. I do feel like I've heard it before. Yeah, it was very much. Okay. So um, this week I kind of broke my own rule here. Uh, but it's my it's it's our podcast and we can do whatever the hell we want. I wish that was my podcast, but we we share this, Michael. This is our thing. It's both of us. What is ads? No, no, the podcast, I mean. Oh, this thing of ours. Yes, it's our thing. We're like a married this, couple. This thing of ours. That's we, we got to call it like that, like uh, that you do in The Sopranos. Anyway, the point is, I didn't uh, normally I. I only go with songs that have the exact same title, but this week I did terrible things, plural, and also terrible <gasps> things, singular. Spencer made a compromise. I know blasphemy. Okay. Uh, I want you to describe this album cover. This is brick plus mortar and their song, terrible things. Oh shit. This album cover is like a, uh... Normal looking guys like featured like body, but a uh, crazy googly eye cartoon eyes and lips and teeth are on the face. I guess the record's called Bangs. Whoever's playing drums on this is awesome. Also, this song is also about uh, suicidal thoughts. 
according to uh, user Scary Ass Saturn on the lyrics page. I really like that, actually. I knew it. I was like, this song sounds like early 2010s rock. It is early and 2010s it is. rock. 2014. It is. Wow. Uh, what other uh, early 2010s rock song bands do you uh, have you heard, Michael? God, Crash Kings. Remember Crash Kings? No. Remember Midtown? No, they were probably earlier than that. No. Uh, f- who is that band? Uh, tonight, what's that um, song? Uh, fun is that the name of that? Bastille. Song? No, that's fun. That is fun. That fun. Yeah, Nate, that type of thing. Nate, Nate Roos. So anything that you would listen to on a fun radio station from that era. Fair enough. Okay, so this is a uh, April Smith and the Great Picture Show from. Their album Songs for a Sinking Ship. This is the song Terrible Things. And this is the I swear uh, that's a modest mouse album cover album name or something. Songs from a sinking ship. I don't know. Well, let's find out. If you dig under my feet, you will find things that you don't want to see. Things that I hide way down. Speaking of 2010's rock. And my demons, oh, if you'd seen, what would you do if you only knew? Um, by the way, this is a music video, and basically the person is gardening, and then she's got corpses in her g- tool garden shed. Also, uh, Panic at the Disco called They Want Their Music Video Filter Back. (laughs) Like, everything's kind of, like, you know, a little blown out, like, lighting-wise. Oh, definitely. It's got that glow to it. Yeah. Like, someone just... It's, it's like, overexposed, I guess, is the way... I can uh, I would describe it as an aside overexposed is uh, uh, why I am not allowed uh, within 100 feet of schools anymore. Oh, well, in fact. (laughs) That was a that was a fucking dark joke. It really was. Spencer went ahead and beat me to the punch by making his own uh, inappropriate relationships with minors joke. So it was a good joke, though. What do you think of Panic at the Disco, Spencer? We've probably talked about this before. What do you, what's your They're thoughts on that, man? Certainly fine. I've never the, literally the only song I know by them is hold on. Are they um, high hopes as well? 
Is that Panic at the yeah, Disco? Yeah, that, that's Panic at the Disco. Yep. Okay, so I know, I know, I write Sins Not Tragedies and High Hopes. Those are the only two Panic at the Disco songs I know. And the only other thing I know about them is when they were starting out, all of their song titles were like a fucking paragraph long. That's all I know about <laughs> Panic at the Disco. You're, you need to start a band with even longer song titles. Uh, no, I'm going to I'm going to pass on that. But thank that's you. really just not even your style, Spencer. It would be so against your style. Yeah, no, I'm all about the brevity, bro. Oh, I know you're if you had a song title that was more than one word, I'd be stunned. I'd be like, whoa, Spencer was feeling wordy on this one. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Seriously, if you've ever spent sex at Spencer casually. It's like this. Hey, check this out. Cool. Or it's a funny video. LOL. <laughs> or you're like, oh, uh, I had to. Uh, I just won a million dollars. Sick. Sweet. Sick. <laughs> you know what's that? I Do never you want to go to Applebee's later. No. You know, what's sad. I never noticed that I did this until you and Natasha pointed it out to me one day. Um, you can I share this story about uh, you accidentally texting Nat on the Solova yeah on the Solova truck on the Sol- Instagram yeah and so uh, you know I get those responses and I'm like what the fuck's going on and then Michael just goes. You know, you'll know it's Spencer when you get like one response, one word responses. And it's like, you know, I never think about that. I do that, but I totally fucking do that. <laughs> um, right. Constantly. Constantly. It's it's all I do. But I, I can be verbose sometimes. Uh, only when I'm like, hey, what do you think the best boat in World War Two was? And you, it's, here we go. Oh, God, I'm. I'm, I refuse to admit that I'm one of those people. This is the <laughs> orphan and the poet and their song, Terrible Things. This music video is way overproduced. The orphan, the poet. Okay, select a character and it was... Trump, dragon, or robot. fuck is this band uh, it's like a robot walking around a town and it's supposed to be it's like an arcade game and uh, the robot just vaporized some dude This song has to be fucking Christian. I refuse. I mean, early 2000s called. They want their sound back. Yeah, for real. Hold on. The Orphan and the Poet. Um, uh, they're a Columbus, Ohio band. Um, automatically like, oh, God. But what the hell are they? Are they are they Christian? They look- Columbus Rock City. Hold on. I'm fucking... 
Does, do they have a, a Wikipedia? The orphan, the poet, sounds pagan. Did you say bacon? P- pagan. Pagan. It sounds bacon. It sounds bacon. Are you yeah, saying they I'm love? Just, are you saying they love idiot. cops? I think they. Yes, I'm making an aggressive anti-cop <laughs> joke. Oh, it's it's actually two people. So I guess one of them is an orphan, and the other one writes all the songs. How do you feel about that? Is he like a Cockney orphan? Oh, like Tiny Tim. Yes, like Tiny Tim, but not not. Oh, sir, you want to make some rock songs? But not the character in uh, not that one character in that one in that one story. But Tiny Tim, the uh, the ukulele comedian singer artist uh, from Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Fame. That one. Yeah, that one. Yes, yes. Tiny Tim. Tiny. Small Timothy. Um. Let's hear this one by uh, the Hard Aches. We're not gonna do the ready set. We're, we're just... oh god! All these band names are just just make me want to die. Far side. Nope. 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 We're not doing that one. That one. Won't... <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to listen to a full minute of that that voice. Okay, so this is the Hard Aches and their song <laughs> "Terrible Things." And it's a dog eating pizza off the ground. As God intended. This isn't much better, but still. Yeah, this sounds like it came out in like 2006. Right. Like this is like classic, like old school. This sounds like it came out in like 1996. It's no. Yeah. This is like this is like peak early 2000s like alternative. This is great. It sounds. You know who it sounds like? This this gives me like Mad Maximo Part Fives. No. Like on their slower songs. Well, who's it? Who's whose vibes does it give you? Lyric, um, lyric man, like the Impossibles or some of the some of the bands that you would sing at karaoke underground. Well, there you go. All right. Last one. This is a little band that Michael apparently has never listened to, but I've heard exactly one song by them. This is Mayday Parade and their song Terrible Things. Yes, I've never heard of Mayday Parade. Looking at the lyrics now. This is like this is like 2010s pop punk, I think. That's what I think of Mayday Parade as. 
By the time I was your age, you'd give anything To fall in love truly was all I could think That's when I met your mother, the girl of my dreams The most beautiful woman that I'd ever seen She said, boy, can I tell you a wonderful thing? I can't help but notice you're staring at me I know I shouldn't say this, but I really believe I can tell by your eyes that you're in love with me Now son, I'm only telling you this Because life can do terrible things That wasn't very happy that was the only song that's been equally as sad as the killer's terrible thing. Yeah, no, for real. Also, no trap this week. Yeah, I'm disappointed. Also, Mayday Parade is from uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Wow. Yeah. Well, good for them. Yeah. Uh, Mayday Parade, shout, shout, shout at Soul of a Truck Pod. Hit us up if you want to come on. Defend your honor. We can talk about Florida things as a former Floridian. And I'll say things like I love Texas. Well, yeah, because you're you're a boring person who's only lived in one state. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, you want to hear some live versions? Uh. Sure. Too bad. Uh, you you want to hear some covers? Hell yeah. Well, we can't because we got to play an ad. <gasps> All right. So there's only two covers this week. Um, Michael, you get to describe people's rooms because there's only Gerwigs. But there's only two only of them. Only Gerwigs. Okay. But- but one of them, well, you'll see. So this is user uh, Colin. Hey, is that a T or an L? Haburl. Haburl. What a, where do you think Haburl? What a, what country of origin do you think that last name comes from? Um, Jamaica. Makes sense. All right. So this is noted Jamaican musician. Um, Colin Haburl. Uh, and, and their perform performance of the song terrible thing by the killers uh this is a dude in a blue plaid shirt sitting on a couch in a living room the only thing that's interesting in this room is the little bunny stuffy that's in the chair next to him parking lot is jammed with shotgun pickup trucks at the Jones rubber plant Where all the guys end up Beer drinking Boy Scouts living Something that I like how he changed the instrumentation in, Instrumentation up a bit Made it almost kind of Bouncy But it's still like A bummer of a song It really is I mean, there's not much you can do. Yeah. Subject matter is dark. We all 
I mean, he's good. Thank no. goodness. And also thank goodness that this song was released in 2021 when all of our computers and recording equipment just naturally sounds better. Indeed. We should, uh, clearly someone needs to make a, uh, speed metal version of terrible thing by the killers. That just probably sounds like a bass boosted, like Mr. Brightside. Ooh, ooh. Bass boosted, <laughs> bass boosted, terrible thing by the killers. And every time Brandon uh, says water, they speed it up. No, you slow it down by a half step. This is terrible, and we need to stop this. <laughs> and just like we're we're almost done. I'm so sorry, everybody. This legitimately might be our worst episode. This is the only episode we'll ever release that the title of the episode is also the description. Uh, yeah, yeah, the description. Yes. Um, okay, so this is a this is a world famous Trump supporter, famous Canadian, Prince of the Pod, King, of course, being Mister Sun's Ten, uh, Maximum G Power. What do you think the G stands for, Michael? Uh, goaded Trump supporter. All right. Well, describe describe what Mr. Power is uh, the place they're performing in today. Here we go. Uh, this is uh, pandemic pandemic power, by the way. Uh, and he looks like he's in a garage. There's a massive like outlet switch behind him. Yeah. That has a lot of chargers plugged into it. And he's wearing a shirt that says, trust me, it's Dr. I think it's a Dr. Pepper shirt. Trust me, it's Dr. Pepper? Yeah. I mean, he's always, he's, he never lost it. He still got it. This room has a lot going on. It's just there's a like lot a, of knickknacks and there's like a chair, yeah, with like a with like ponies and horses and shit on it. And there's like a, one strip of wallpaper on the back of the room. here we definitely got deep there. That was nice. This is really good. They always are. I know. It's upsetting. Okay. I would listen to this whole thing. I'm not even kidding. Because it's good. It's really good. Also. Good shit. Also, as always, he does something interesting with the instrumentation, and it's really good. Do you feel, uh, yeah. Do I feel what? No, nothing. Did you, did you, did you disappear? No, no, no. I was just, 
I, I decided against I, I had a question and I've decided against it. Michael, what are your final thoughts on the song? A terrible thing by or terrible thing by the band The Killers. This is a good song. Really good song. I dig it. Um definitely need to be in the right mood to listen to it. Uh but it is I, I really appreciate it just is another aspect of pressure machine that makes me appreciate this new era of killers. And I hope that for TK eight, when it eventually does come, we get the full band and the same level of songwriting from Brandon. I agree. Um, honestly, I wish I had more. I could say about this song. I, there are days when I'm just like, I want to, I have lots of words inside of me about a song. And as much as I like this song, I feel like it's straight. It's so straightforward that there's not much more that there's not any more like interpretation I can add to the content that already exists in the song. And I kind of feel bad about that, to be honest, because it's a good song. And of all the songs that really deserve to have like a discussion about them, it's this one. Um, yeah. So with all of that said, thank you for listening. If you made it all the way to the end of this episode, I personally super appreciate you and Michael does too. Um, if you would like to follow the podcast on Twitter or no, sorry, I don't know why that I said that. If you'd like to support us, perhaps financially, you can scroll to the bottom of any episode and click our anchor affiliate link. If uh, you would like access to episode notes and quote unquote other stuff, feel free to follow us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash soul of a truck, a killer's podcast. If you think that I am funny and if you heard this week's episode, I don't know why you would think that. Um, you can always follow us on Twitter. That's at Soul of a Truck Pod. And if you think Michael is funny, you can always follow us on the Instagram, which Michael mostly runs. And that's soul, Instagram.com slash Soul of a Truck Pod. Um, if you would like to email us anything at all, content or not content, you can also email the podcast at Soul of a Truck Pod at gmail.com. I've been Spencer Polio. Michael, say goodbye. Me love you. The plant where all the guys end up. Beer drinking boy scouts living life like they'd stuck on these quicksand streets with their girls in a sling. bedroom on the verge of a terrible thing round here we all take up our cross and hang on his holy name but the cards that I was dealt will get you thrown